Blog Talk Radio. I'm here in New York. Parents Kids Music is a show where we talk about the relationships between parents and children of all ages and when it comes to music. The show is brought to you by Louder Down Records and the Goldwaters Group. And ladies and gentlemen, let me bring you in, Mr. Jay Logan. Hello, Jay. How are you today? Hey, Ian. I'm doing very well out here in sunny San Francisco area. Um, having a great day. Yeah, well, it's sunny. Yeah, we got sun uh, for a change. Fortunately, it did rain last week, but that was a quick thing. And so uh, it's been sunny up here and very hot in California. So um, it's a great day out here. Um, earthquake here and there, but we're doing great. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's kind of like rainy. It's like the sun came out for like 22 seconds. Then it went back out. It's beautiful it's a fall day. It's a cold day, but it's a good day because this is what it is like to spend fall here in New York. And it's a great place to be. It's a great time. Yeah, so welcome. So, Jay, like, what music things have excited you this week? Well, I want to talk about my kid of the week, and I want to surprise you with it, Ian. And the kid of the week, the kid of the week was a kid. Her name is Brandy. Do you remember Brandy? I remember Brandy. Yes, and she was like the former. She had her Moesha star, some service. She's, yeah. uh, she was on that show. And and so uh, the industry is bringing Brandy back on a show called Major, Majors and Minor. And um, it's going to be she, – she's going to serve as a mentor for young people on the TV – on the Hub TV channel. And um, – Kind of interesting, Ian. It's kind of like uh, what the what the program does. It follows uh, twelve kids, ages from ten to sixteen, as they are mentored by established music artists. And uh, yeah, had a cool cool show. And and Brandy uh, will be that's her new gig. And no one is ever this show, Ian. It's kind of strange because no one is ever voted off the show. But one lucky contestant, yeah, one lucky contestant will claim the final prize of a recording deal with RCA and the Jive Label Group, and an opportunity to be featured across the country on a concert tour. So it's kind of kind of a different. It's called Majors and Minors. Uh, you could uh, you know check that out. Uh, so, so, it's a, so it's a music show where at the end. At the end, there's one winner, but no one's voted off until, like, the winner's just announced at the end. Right. And, so it's uh, not like they keep on narrowing down until you have finalists. 
everyone is a finalist from the first day to the last day. Yep, that's, and uh, that's, they met, it's it's great. It's great. They measure these twelve kids. They like only ten and sixteen year olds. So you know, this is a great thing for parents, kids, and music to follow because they they uh, they measure these kids, and um, this will be coming. Um, it'll be happening here. Portions of uh, this, this thing will be happening during this. Uh, uh, well, it started July twenty eighth in Beverly Hills, and then they're going to show some of the stuff on the on the Hub Channel. So what is the hub? I've never heard of the hub. Uh, it's kind of like one of those special cable channels that nobody can get, I guess. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's, but it's the funny, hub channel. There's a bunch of channels. Yeah, it's a yeah, I'm going to jump channel. onto my computer right now and see what is the hub. That yeah, find that out. Yeah, find that out because... Um, I mean, it's very, very interesting, this whole thing, and it's for young people, and uh, this is why um, this is why I'm excited about oh. it. For young oh, people. I remember, I actually saw ads for this. The Hub right. is a American digital cable and satellite channel that launched October 10th, 2010, so it's been around for one year. It's a joint venture between Discovery and Hasbro. The toy company. So it's a kids' channel that's run by Discovery that has a huge investment by Hasbro being this major toy company. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Like finding a new way to like like to compete in that children's space because you have Nickelodeon, which has been around since the '80s, which is always like the kids' channel. That's what it was all about. Then you have things like Cartoon Network, where it's not necessarily with the kids, and then we're here. So there's always yeah, a they, lot of. So I mean, the fact is that I mean, there's a positive and negative to having many different cable channels. The thing with cable is cable. Even if you have 500 cable channels, if you have it on your cable system, you can just casually find the channel and find the shows. Since it's already there, compared to let's yeah, say right a here. show that was on the internet or on YouTube, those are infinite. You need to specifically be looking for something. Right, and and oh, I see, I see what you're saying. Well, you know, this this show is great. They got seven girls and five boys so far, and so for those of you who are interested out there, it's, uh, it's they get they uh, do cast casting and they got their cast and. I guess they're on their way right now. You can catch that on the Hub Channel. I think it's a great idea to mentor these kids. So um, I think Brandy's like 32 now. I remember when she was a kid. It's amazing that she's uh, she's that old now because I remember when she first came out. Um, so well, that was my that was, that was my treat for today. What do you think about that, Ian? I think that's always cool sometimes when we have a kid of the week who was a child star who isn't a child star anymore. But they're still around. And now they're, they're mentoring child stars. Yes, child stars become child stars. Like like earlier this week I saw the movie 50-50, and I know this isn't about music, but you've got Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who, was, who has, star, has really had a big Hollywood comeback as a Hollywood actor and as a star. Like he was, as a child, he was on the TV show Third Rock from the Sun. 
and now he's having success as an adult as an actor, like being in movies like Inception last year. That it is a beautiful wow. thing, and it is a great thing. And you know what? I got some big news for you. Actually, before we go to our guest, this is one of my lasting memories of Brandy as a child star. It was in the spring of 1996. She was she went she was a prom date of this this high school basketball player who was the big thing. I mean, being a high school kid, an 18 year old kid, there was huge rumors that this kid who played in school, like in a suburb of Philadelphia, might be drafted directly into the NBA. They weren't sure if he would be a big star or not, but all the talk was about this guy is great, and he's going to go straight to the NBA. He's not going to play in college. And I wonder what happened to that guy. His name? Kobe Bryant. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that, 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 guy, that guy became a huge star. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and to think he was, like, it was, he wasn't famous yet. I mean, he was getting famous kind of like, a few years later when the media went crazy about LeBron James back when he was still in high school. Like, like the, the last time there was before that, like, the media was so hyped about this this high school basketball player, it was Kobe Bryant. And some, I, mean, I guess because he was so famous, he got to, he got to have, this is, I mean, even though he was before he became an NBA superstar, I mean, somehow he got to have Brandy as his date to his prom. Wow, and at that time she was a huge. She was a star before him, huh? Yes, yes. Wow. All I know right. She wish so, she would have kept that. What's that? I know she wish she would have kept that date. Maybe, maybe not. Either way, they're both super rich and famous now, and have had success. And. It is all about being successful and just listening to music and understanding it and loving it. All right, I'm going to bring on our guest today. Here we go. Wonderful. Her name is Stephanie. And Stephanie, you're on. Can you hear us? Hi, how are you? Excellent. It's Ian here, and I'm Stephanie meet Jay. Hi, Ian. Hi, Jay. How are you doing today? Hi, Stephanie. I'm doing great. <laughs> Excellent. Welcome. Yes, yeah, so Stephanie, I'd like to hear a little bit about you and like about what's about like the music that you like and that you're interested in and really where it began. Like what what kind of stuff do you listen to today? Oh wow. I think most of the music that I listen to from today is not even from today. I listen to a lot of my parents' old music, a lot of old school Spanish music, um listen to whatever's on the radio now, just typical mainstream pop. And um, I really like foreign composers like Oryx Snell. He's also very good, German composer on 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 music as well. So that's that's really nice. It's kind of, there's so much variety now that you kind of have a little bit of flavor everywhere when it comes to different artists, different songs, different rhythms that you can incorporate in, in, in your day-to-day living. You know, while you're in the car, while you're at work, or just anywhere in general. So, so yeah, I listen to a little bit of everything. Absolutely, and um, I've got a big surprise for everybody. Just 
Uh, we have another caller who would like to join us. Someone who would like to give us one second as this thing continues to load and turn. So, Gail, are you with us? Yes, I am. Good afternoon, Ian. How are you? Hey, Jay. Hey, how you doing, Gail? I'm, I'm doing fine. Right here we have oh, a new a guest box. Stephanie, um, tell us about some of the stuff you like from Orange Snow. Like, what are some of the compositions that you enjoy? I'm sorry. Uh, I'd like to know some of the compositions that you would enjoy by Orange Snow that you mentioned, the composer. I think that Stephanie... Stephanie's call was dropped, so let's see if we can bring her back. Okay, Stephanie, are you there? I know that you dropped off. Yes, I dropped off. Just give me one moment. Well, well, welcome back. So, so in the meantime, we're here with Stephanie and with Jay and with Gail. This is Ian here on Parents, Kids, Music. This is a very exciting day. Yes, so, so Gail, what's the most exciting musical thing that's happened with you this week? Um, yes, um, some of the things that have happened have been, um, well, I've been listening to some new, new music. Um, and believe it or not, okay, Ian and Jay, it's rock, real hard rock. Really? Yes. ACDC? Nice. Know, the, are, nice. Are we talking about Bob Scott or um, Brian Johnson, ACDC? No, just ACDC and Alice Cooper. Yeah, you were listening to some, some, some hard stuff. That's good, though. That'll wake you up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I hear some music somebody, in the background. What's going on? Somebody's playing a saxophone or something. Clarinet. Stephanie, are you still there? Well, well anyway, um, um, I, uh, Gail, I was talking to um, Ian earlier about Brandy's new show, and I don't know if you got a chance to listen in, but uh, she has a new show, and... Um, it's a show where she mentors 12 kids, and uh, it's on the, the Hub channel. And I was wondering, uh, I think it's a great it's a great thing that she's doing it. They brought her back, and um, she's uh, it's like a it's like when she takes these kids and she kind of teaches the 12 kids from t- ages 10 to 16 and mentors them, and then they invite other established musical artists to the show. And while uh, nobody's ever voted off the show, Gail. And uh, I'll use 12 kids that they got casted. And the contestant, that w- was one lucky contestant, will claim a prize to get a recording contract from RTA. And um, very interesting show and very educational for the kids to learn something about being uh, uh, in the music business or being uh, uh, being talented in this wonderful music business that we have. So I don't know if you are familiar with that. Um it, it, they're all singers, and it's kind of like the show is called Majors and Minors. So I was mentioning that at the end and talking to our, our, 
are people who listen to our shows or get them familiar with this new show that Brandy has. You remember Brandy, huh, Gail? Yes, I do. Yeah, so, you know, um, that's uh, basically what was going on earlier. And, um, of course, Stephanie got on the phone. And uh, that's uh, I think that's a great thing. Uh, the show is going on now, and it's on the TV Hub channel. And uh, um, they started the, the end of July, and now they got their cast. So, Stephanie, are you there? Hello. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm just having a little bit of trouble hearing you guys. Are you in a music class, Stephanie? I'm not. Are you in a music class? Are you in a class with some young musicians or somebody playing an instrument behind there? I have friends who are very into music. Who actually, I have a lot of friends now who love to DJ. Um, so a lot of music now is very integrated in that regard. Like, for example, I have a friend um, who does Indian music mixed with techno now. So I noticed that not just just friends in general listening to their iPods every day, but just kind of everyone just getting together and just bringing in different cultures into music is something that's predominant now that I'm seeing sneaking in into people in my age group, which is very young. Um, as far as the young adults, the, the college age, um, that's what I'm seeing now outside of class, in class, and post-college. Okay. So it's really nice to hear, like, a lot of a lot of cultural mixes. You know, one of the things that I ever heard, actually, is that Akon is now doing a lot of Indian music as well. And he's speaking in Hindi throughout his songs, too, which is really interesting that even in American culture, you know, we can expand out to global, global music outside of us. So that's really cool. I've listened to a few tracks in that regard. Okay. And is that, is that a saxophone out here in the back or a clarinet? You heard a I hear a horn. I hear a horn instrument back there. Is that just uh, something in the background? It's, it's no, there's no there's no instrument in the background. Okay. Okay. I don't know. So it, was, instrument? it was just probably the acoustics and just the way where you were and just process even like the cell service. It's like just imagine like the idea of cell phone reception being a music instrument. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Does, does, does Stephanie play it? Does she play an instrument? Do I play an instrument? No, I don't. I wish I would have played. I uh, wish I would have learned to play the piano as a child. But no, haven't played any instruments. Wish I did. Definitely, definitely did. Um, my parents are both singers. They're they're shower singers and and they're they they actually enjoy doing it very much. My little sister also is very big into singing. It's something that runs in the family. But did it rub off on me? Yeah. But just being a part of that and being part of a family that endorses music so much, and you know, family reunions even, just it's just all about the music. Now, uh, when I was a child, I listened to a lot of Spanish music, but I was I grew I was born in America, so like it it was different for me in that I didn't understand the language, you know, and that and music was what helped me learn. Spanish, believe it or not. And so now wow. that I'm older is when I appreciate it more. 
it's it's amazing because you never you would never think that something you know that you didn't understand you're going to school you're learning everything in English from grammar to rules to everything and then you have a family party where your grandmother who gets everyone together pulls everyone together from everywhere just make sure that the culture stays and and I didn't appreciate it then as a child not at all I didn't even understand what they were saying. But as I grew older, I picked up the language, I picked up the music, I picked up the rhythm, and now I love salsa, and I love merengue, and I love bachata, and my favorite artist, uh, Juan Luis Guerra, is probably the cornerstone of, of that family love that I have. Uh, just because through his music, we've, we've, we've experienced things culturally from, from love and just political things. It's amazing what music can do in bringing people together, even if it's a touchy subject. And I think that's what that's what the impact was, and it brought my family mm-hmm. together, you know. And even even just just being able to listen to that, you know. Now in the radio, you catch a song every now and then, and you get brought back to being five years old and having Thanksgiving dinner with your family. And that, to me, is is what's invaluable about music is that it's timeless. And if you forgot something, you remember what it was yeah, like. Yeah, that kind of music. Yeah, so Stephanie, so um, as you were mentioning about family dinners with your family and Thanksgiving dinners, right. where did you grow up and what was what was the kind of music you, you were introduced to as you were growing up? I, I listened to a lot of Spanish music because that's what my family knew. I mean, they immigrated from Dominican Republic. So they brought the music with them. Even though they had already been here for one generation, that was what they brought back from their parents. That was their token of, of that was their token of home away from home. So I listened to a lot of Juan Luis Guerra, a lot of, um, of just a lot of different bachata artists, um, Nino Bravo, 1950s music that you couldn't even imagine is still playing today. And it's just because it, it, there's there's a bit of a romance with it that comes with it. So I grew up listening to that, not understanding a single word of what it was saying. And now, you know, now I understand it just just even per, perceptually what the culture was going through. And, yes. and, and just like I said, just picking up the language, picking up the language, and, and, and not even understanding how to write it, but just being able to speak it, sing it, not understanding what you're saying, and then as you grow up, being able to to capitalize on that or and, and to understand and to appreciate it. So a lot of typical typical Spanish music. Las Chicas del Gang was one of my favorite artists. Maricela. These are all Spanish artists that you still hear today. In fact, um, some of them, some people in in different bands from from way back in the day are coming back now and singing again, um, like like from Las Chicas. Del and then we hear music now from like Shakira, who's singing songs in English and in Spanish. And then you know, uh, now that we're sp- spreading into that, just Spanish music coming into the American culture. I think what's interesting now uh, that wasn't that I didn't see predominant before was the fact that there are tracks now that are sung in both in Spanish and English from artists like Shakira, Jennifer Lopez, Enrique Iglesias, um, Julio Iglesias, his father, that that just just to kind of close the gap between translations as much as they can 
uh, just because music is so important and the rhythm is so important. And it's almost like everyone has a voice and they have something to say, and it doesn't matter what language they're saying it in, they just want to say it. And if you can't understand it by words, at least understand it by feeling. And that's what I'm getting from the artists uh, nowadays that are trying to do that, that, that are really passionate about their music and are just trying to make that effort. Well, thanks a lot, Stephanie. That was that was pretty cool. Ian, I think you have something to share, like Stephanie did, about the band you went to see a couple of days ago. What was it like, guy? Give us the whole scoop on it. You know, I mean, yeah, I was in Montclair, New Jersey, seeing Tranastasio. He's the guitarist from Fish. He has a solo band who he's been touring with on and off since 1998 when Fish is not playing. Um, and it was just an amazing experience being, like, in this smaller theater in New Jersey. I mean, it wasn't New York City. I mean, it had a general admission floor in front of the stage. It had a balcony with seats. It was, I, I, I would say, I'd say it, would, it fit a few thousand people, but it's certainly not a gigantic arena like Madison Square Garden or MetLife Stadium. And it was just an experience, just like, I mean, taking New Jersey Transit from Penn Station to Montclair, walking a few blocks to the, from the train to this theater. I mean, it was a theater, and it was just an amazing experience, just being there, just small, and enjoying music, having everyone had a beautiful view of the stage. And sometimes when you go to a big concert, you don't have that ability. I mean, I've been spoiled with good tickets over the years, but it was really just a fun experience just being there. And, yeah, I guess this is the next question. I mean, for Stephanie, like, like, have you been to concerts before? Like, what are your experiences in, in just seeing music live? Um, I've gone to a lot of, I've seen a lot of live bands, you know, just at local restaurants and coffee shops. That's kind of like my kind of scene. I haven't been in a, in a huge concert, not not yet. Uh, but I just just listening to music that you know has been sung by 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 bigger artists and just listening to like local bands singing it. That's a great experience for me because you know the music transcends. Um, the artist and and goes on to themselves yeah. in different ways and in different rhythms by other people. So that was that's definitely the experience for me. But I love as far as you know what kind of music I love. I love listening to music in parades. You know, I love listening to music in settings that you wouldn't you know, that that are not set up for that. It's just kind of random. So that's I I, I love that feeling, that kind of surprising feeling. Um, so that's really that's really where I enjoy it. So, but definitely on my way to going to a concert soon. Um, just not sure which one because there's so many options out there. But I really love to see Shakira. Believe it or not, I really love to see Shakira in concert. All right, Shakira, if you're listening to the show, Stephanie <laughs> wants to see you. Let's take it out. Yeah. Stephanie, could you give us? Do you listen to music from Spain? Also, like some of the, the artists that are from Spain? I haven't. Um, I've heard music from Spain, um, but I don't, I not by artist name. Like, I never remember songs by by particular artists. I don't know if you, if there's a film 
called The Spanish Hostel, which is one of my favorite films, and it has a lot of great Spanish music in it. Um, and, you, you know, a lot of a lot of the influences there are brought into my, my culture, into the Dominican Republic culture. Uh, but as far as knowing the name of artists, other than what my father used to listen to or my grandfather used to listen to, I can't tell you any of the current music now. So it's you don't kind you, you of, don't listen, so you don't listen to like any flamenco music or anything like that coming from Spain. Oh, Do you listen to it? yes, I lo- I actually love seeing the music being danced to. That's that's okay. that's where <laughs> that's, that's that's my joy. I love I I you know it's kind of like the bounce, it's kind of like listening to a soundtrack like. Mm-hmm. Uh, or of a, or of a of a movie, you know, you don't know where the music is coming from, but you can tell where the flavor is coming from. So, like when I hear, like I I recognize Spanish music, I recognize flamenco, and you you pick up what the country and what the culture is saying from that. But mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you who's singing. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I just know that you just know you know where it's from. You just know where it's from. So yes, definitely flamenco. I love Brazilian music. Um, in fact, one of my neighbors is Brazilian, and he has um, – he, everyone's trying a little bit of something, you know. I, I Across the street, I have this, this one gentleman who's working with troubled youth on singing out, you know, their anger and, 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 and just getting past their obstacles and things like that. So I know music is such an important tool, and, and I see that see that flowing around in my hometown from, from Spanish artists and Hispanics. That's wonderful. And that is wonderful. And somebody was, how do you listen to music? What do you use? Do you listen? Do you use an iPod or do you listen to things digitally? Do you listen to CDs or records or tapes or anything? Like, what's your music setup like? Yes, um, I usually listen to. I usually pick up music from the radio. Usually at work. My boss will only work with music. He won't work without it. So there's always something going on on, like, satellite radio. Um, and just, you know, just live music. But, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to music on – I mean, I used to listen to music on an iPod, but I feel like um, I have more chances of being introduced to something new by just kind of listening to what's out there rather than putting something on a playlist. And, and not expanding from that. So I, I kind of like I kind of like jumping around a little bit and listening to what other people are listening to, or just kind of putting on the radio and going, "Oh wow, I haven't heard this song in ten years." And and then listening to other songs from the same artist. Like you know when you fall in love with a song in a restaurant, and and you just ask the waiter, you know, where's the song from, and they'll tell you. And then that's how I expand on it. You know, that's how I, that's where I get my music. So. Could you, um, Stephanie, could, <clears throat> Stephanie, could you tell us a little bit about this Orange Snow composer that you mentioned earlier? Yes, Orange Snow, um, he's actually, you know, I'm trying to think back about how it was that I had heard him, but I feel, I heard him in a, as, as a matter of fact, I remember hearing him in a movie or some, mm-hmm. some CD, I, I was, uh, some DVD I was watching, and I fell in love with the music, had no idea what it was about, and um, I ended up finding out that Orix Nows is a German composer. 
who deals with like electronic music. And you know, you know, I'm so I'm such an oldie when it comes to music. Like I'm 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 young, but I, I'm so used to listening to my parents' music, and that's kind of my style. But this particular gentleman just has music that just keeps you in the zone, that keeps you focused. Um, he has this one song, "Suddenly the Trees Are Changing," or oh, mm-hmm. and. I, I believe, yeah, I think that's the exact title. And that's a track that I listen to all the time, you know. And, and when I need to, like, when I needed to write a paper in college, that was what I used to listen to. Uh, Suddenly the Trees Are Giving Way, that's the name of the song. Um, and it's just kind of, like, very rhythmic music, very, you know, it's synthesized, but it's just, it just sounds so good. Like, it feels like you're going through a story with it. And and that's what I love about Oryx Mouse. And he has several songs that are like that. And... um and so I listen to him a lot and, and, and just find him on YouTube and find a playlist and just play it and just go with it. So he's, he's, he's a, definitely one of my favorites, somebody I listen to often. So do you have any, do you have any, do you have any brothers and sisters that you grew up listening to music with? Like, Oh, yeah. I have four sisters and three brothers. So I've grown up with a lot of music, you know, from my eldest sister is 32, and my youngest um, is 8, my youngest. So there's a wide range of music, <laughs> <laughs> a wide range of, of music just going on, from music, from artists that no no longer play, you know, from back when my sister was, was 10 years old or 5, my my eldest sister was, uh, was 10 or 5, and music from you know my little eight year old sister Victoria can't get enough of 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 Kanye West and, and Kelly um, and 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 different Britney Spears and like all those artists that are playing now. Um, so it's interesting to see you know what my little sister Victoria listened to versus Lara Pausini, which is my sister's uh, Carol's favorite. And, and she plays Lara Pausini, who I also love. This is the great thing about being the middle child, by the way, is, is that you kind of get everyone's flavor in your own mix. Um, she sings in Spanish, Italian, and I believe another language as well. Um, and and the younger, you know, uh, Victoria, who's listening to, you know, mainstream pop, gets exposed to just, Britney Spears and, and all that current, and, you know, Hannah Montana, of course, she loves, and, and the Jonas Brothers, and all the, all the people who, who are now also doing their own TV shows um, playing worldwide. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting that, you know, how how music is being catered to now, you know, as far as singers go, as far as artists go. So, yeah, definitely a very, very different mix of music. There are different genres of music that they're listening to now. You know, a lot of dance. Right, music right. <laughs> and before it was like a lot of romantic old music. Mm-hmm. So, right, yeah, right. I grew up listening to a bit of that. So, how long ago did you leave the Dominican? You said you, you, you came from the Dominican Republic? You, you came over I was, I was born here. I was born here, and then I moved there until I was three years old. So I was born here. I was only here for a little while, went back to the Dominican Republic, and came back to New York. I grew up in Manhattan and for a little bit, and then the rest of my life I lived in New Jersey. And 
I but my my main language was still English because that's that's okay. when I when I went to school I went to school here, so for me Spanish was like Spanish was my secondary language and the only thing that really kept kept it alive was um, kept the, the language <laughs> alive for me was the music because mm-hmm. I all my friends at school you know spoke English and and going home I can hear my parents playing their music and bringing back their old, old piece of, you know, what was once home for them. So that's, that's definitely a big influence on on. You had mentioned earlier what was interesting, that the music educated you and you learned how to speak Spanish because of the music. Could you explain a little bit more in detail how that music, kind of like a, it educated you. Could you explain that to the audience, how the music educated you and you kept the Spanish at heart in the language? Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, my mom used to try to get me to, to read in Spanish, and she would have me um, She would have me read the Bible, which uh, was – she would have me read the Bible in Spanish, which wasn't to me the most interesting thing <laughs> to read at the time when you're, like, you know, six and, and – and already have homework and, you know, whether it's coloring, you kind of want to go out and play. But when you hear your parents sing or you kind of fall in love with the rhythm of whatever song you're listening to and you have no idea what they're saying, you know, you kind of, you're, you don't put any resistance to it. Is, is, I guess what I'm trying to say. And you listen to it at parties and you don't even realize that you're learning from it. And then you, you know, you catch yourself washing dishes or like, or just helping your mother out folding clothes. And you catch yourself singing along with her, and and that's what I had done. I used to sing along with my mom and my father, and that that was the way I picked up the language because I didn't want to read when I was when I was that age. I didn't I didn't want to read more than I had to. I wanted to run around and play. But you know the difference is that when you go run around and play, there's music in the background, and and that was what was so wonderful about it. So, and and then I got to pick up different you know, themes from the music, different genres, different stories were told that I wouldn't have been exposed to um, the same way in in just listening to one stream of music or just one language of music because the lives are different. And, and that's what music is all about. It tells about your life. It tells about your culture. It tells about your story. And the life here is very different from the life in Dominican Republic or the life in Colombia or the life. And we're more unified now but I think that's because of music. So I think music has been an incredible educational tool for me because of that. Just All right. Well, Stephanie, we thank you. Well, we you know, we are running out of time. We do thank you very much for joining us today, so really just sharing your background, sharing your music interests. I mean, thank you very much for joining us. Yes, we appreciate you. Thank you. My pleasure. You, you, you left a lot of information for our audience. So thank you. Oh. Um, <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. My my yeah. pleasure. This was great. This was a great discussion. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Bye. 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 Is that helps you learn the language? I mean, I mean, Jay, like, um, do you speak any other languages? Uh, what do we come up with after the school? Jimmy Jay. 
Uh, no, not really. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, it's interesting, you know, how music plays a role in culture and how she was able to retain, you know, as a kid, you know, going to the Dominican Republic, coming back, and really remembering how to speak Spanish. I mean, that was extraordinary, you know. I, I never thought of it that way, where you, you know, you go back to another country and they play all the music in their language, and then you still remember how to sing those songs, and you can relate that to language. So I thought that was very interesting Stephanie shared that with us. Um, and yeah, I, always thought, <clears throat> I always thought music would, uh, you know, can educate and uh, you can learn speech and you can learn things through music. And uh, this just proves it again that uh, music is an educational tool also. Absolutely. And I can say <clears throat> even though I don't speak any language fluently other than my native English, I can still even remember just as a child just watching Sesame Street where they have those skits that are in Spanish and you see these things where it's so subliminal because it's like, because it's, because you don't realize that it's like you're just making this, you don't even realize as a child that Sesame Street or any of those shows geared towards young children are designed to be educational. And the fact that they can just throw in some Spanish in there, now as an adult, whether it's music or entertainment, it's genius. Right. Um, Jen, um, oh, I did learn one language um, through music, and Ian, it was English. My, <laughs> so music did enable me to learn English, you know, with those great Beatles songs, you know. I want to hold your hand. I really learned how to say that when I was a Wow. So I just wanted to, it really, you know, it does work. That's a good, that's proof. I want to hold your hand, you know, easy. Well, you know, I even the Jackson 5 I hold your hand. I hope that we don't have to pay royalties for that. <laughs> I hope not. But um, they helped me. The Beatles helped me in the Jackson 5, ABC, you know, that song, ABC. So I can say Sesame Street. And the electric company, and there was another program called Room. Those programs, and even um, you know, um, you, you know, all those programs really helped educate us growing up. And speaking of Sesame Street, uh, the movie is coming out uh, very soon. I heard even um, <laughs> the Muppet movie. So looking forward to that. All so, they have great songs too because I've watched the Muppets, and they're very educational. And they help teach kids. So you you know yeah music is in the music is in everything. So I'm looking I'm looking forward to that movie coming out, and I'm going to listen to some of the songs that they're going to be singing in there because I know they always sing. I hope yeah. that you will be attending that attending that that, that show also because <laughs> they do have great soundtracks. Um, yeah, lots of. There's lots of music. There's lots of entertainment coming up, and I am very excited about that. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. So, so Jay, do you have any final thoughts for today? I mean, really, like our focus has certainly had gone into really just like just music education and just the upbringing and just like having music 
music that's not necessarily even designed to be educational become educational as a result. Um, like you just get so much about culture and about about a person's experience. Like you have songs about love, you have certain songs about songs about family, you have songs about vision. There are even songs songs about bad things that you learn about, like, I mean, like, you have, like, all the, like, all those, like, like, rap, gangster rap from the 1990s, where they were certainly not sharing a positive message, but you learn something about this culture. Right. Um, It's just so, so much, since music is used for communication in some countries, and through cultural experience, they, uh, it was like a, having a cell phone. So you can see why music plays a role uh, in culture because it, it was used for entertainment. It was used for communicating, communication. It's also used for education. Um, that's why we have it. And it was the first form of communication. So, you know, before we came up with words, we learned how to make sounds and play bongos and congos and hit rocks and so it's going to be forever part of our society. It's ever-changing. You might can't see it. You might can't feel it, but you can hear it. So that's what's beautiful about music. It's there. It's there, but it's not there. But it is. But it is there. But it's not. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not even physical. It might even just be a digital download or something you hear on the radio or in a restaurant and you don't know where it's from, and it's just part of you. I mean, there, there are themes in my head, there are tunes in my head for years. I was like, what's the name of this song? And I just couldn't get it. And now you can. Yeah, so, so, Jay, right. so Jay, are you looking forward to next Thursday? That is Thursday, uh, I October 20th. I am looking forward to it. Yes, I am. That's what our next show will be. That's going to be 3 p.m. on the East Coast. That's going to be 12 noon on the West Coast. And if you don't live in the United States, you can do the math. But, yes, it will be 12 p.m. on the West Coast. 3 p.m. on the East Coast. It is Thursday. It's going to be October 20th since we get that much closer to Halloween. Are you ready for Halloween? I am ready for Halloween. And Very ready. Is ready for Halloween? She is definitely ready. She's ready. All, she's also ready to go to the Halloween party on Monday to the Halloween wow. dance. Wow. Does she, have, does she have her costume already? Um, not yet, but we're going to go out and see what we can find. You know, I'm going to see if I can, nice. I can find something out there. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's going to be a wonderful Halloween and, you know, they, you know, they're playing that Thriller song a lot, so, you know, kind of, uh, there's Halloween music out there also, so, <laughs> plays a part in that cultural, cultural thing, it's everywhere, so, I'm going to have a great Halloween, and I'm going to go trick-or-treat, but I'm going to go trick-or-treat, treating with her in a mall where it's safe, and, uh, we're just going to go around the mall a couple of times, take a couple of passes, and come on. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, so this leaves us with one last question today. 
What is your treasure? Um, I want to answer that differently today. I want to answer it as uh, what what I wish was my treasure is the iPhone 4S. <laughs> it's being released today, and that's my treasure yeah. for today because I wish I could could get one. You know, so that's I'm going to sum it up. That's my treasure for today. I don't want to be superficial about it, but I wish I had a Apple for uh, 4S. Uh, I that. wish I did too. <laughs> And <laughs> you, you know what? I think I'm going to 100% align with that because it is it is very cool. They, for the first time ever, they have a 64-gig iPhone. I can put my entire music collection on a, on a device since since I retired my iPod, my old 30-gig iPod years ago. I had a 16-gig iPhone. Now I temporarily have an 8-gig. I am ready because on December 6th, which will be the third anniversary of the day I got my original iPhone, that's mm-hmm. going to be the day that I'm going to get the iPhone 4S. So I, wow. might not the first one. I might not be the first one in line, but I made that decision that I'm going to get it in that month called um, December. So I, I, hope, I hope it whether you're listening to this on your laptop, on your Mac, on your PC, on your Android phone, or even on an iPhone 4S. We thank you very much for joining us. We can thank Stephanie. Let's thank Gail. And we will be here again on Thursday the 20th. That's that's six days from now. Thank you very much, everyone, and you have an excellent day.